100 years ago in 1920, the 19th Amendment to the Constitution of the United States was signed into law and officially granted 20 million American women the right to vote. This mass expansion in voting rights was the result of generations of intense activism known as the women's suffrage movement that has had a lasting legacy on the continued fight for equality in America. In recognition of the struggles and achievements of a once disenfranchised majority, Preservation Maryland is honored to present our contribution to the national efforts illuminating this important history, Ballot and Beyond. Hello, I'm Diana Bailey, Executive Director of the Maryland Women's Heritage Center. We're thrilled to partner with Preservation Maryland by expanding the Ballot and Beyond podcast project with stories of valiant Maryland women who worked for suffrage. In addition to featuring suffragists, several of these new podcasts also represent significant women whose historic contributions and achievements have led to their induction into the Maryland Women's Hall of Fame. Our mission at the Maryland Women's Heritage Center is to add her story to history to tell our story in all aspects of our lives. We are especially concerned with representing the critical intersectionality of race and gender in the history of the suffrage movement. As new documentation comes to light, we are sharing the important contributions of African Americans and many other diverse women and men who sought equality, inclusion, and justice for all. Enjoy the podcast and continue to share their stories. This episode of Ballot and Beyond was contributed by the Maryland Women's Heritage Center and was read for you by Dr. Tina Scheller, Assistant Professor of Visual and Material Culture at Goucher College, with research and writing by Dr. Jean Baker, Professor Emerita at Goucher College. Here's the story of Lillian Welsh, also affiliated with the college, then known as the Women's College of Baltimore. Lillian Welsh, physician, educator, and suffragist. During the early years of the 20th century, the leadership of newly established women's colleges played a pivotal role in advancing the cause of women's suffrage. At the Women's College of Baltimore, soon to be known as Goucher College, faculty took an active role in advocating for women's suffrage and persuaded many students to join the movement. One of the leading suffragists among the faculty was Lillian Welsh. Born in Pennsylvania, Lillian Welsh attended the Women's Medical College of Pennsylvania, where she earned her MD in 1889, and the University of Zurich in Switzerland, where she continued her medical training. In 1894, she came to Baltimore and joined the faculty of the Women's College of Baltimore as professor of physiology and hygiene. Outside of the college, Welsh became involved in the numerous public health initiatives of Progressive Era Baltimore. She was a member of the Maryland State Tuberculosis Commission and the Maryland Society of Social Hygiene. She also served on the board and provided medical care for working class women at the Evening Dispensary for Working Women and Girls of Baltimore City. Welsh's involvement in public health issues and medical care for the poor provided her with unique insight into the problems faced by working class women. However, her ability to help these women was limited by her lack of access to the ballot. In her memoir, Wilsh admitted, quote, when I came to Baltimore, I was a suffragist. 
but I had never lifted a finger nor contributed time nor money to advance the suffrage cause, end quote. However, her medical work among the poor in Baltimore gradually convinced her, quote, that the ballot was a very important tool in securing social legislation. It was clear to me after appearing before committees of the legislature that a request to legislators would have much greater force when we could say thousands of voters stand behind this request instead of thousands of women desire such legislation, end quote. Welsh's active involvement with the women's suffrage movement began with the National American Woman Suffrage Association annual meeting held at the Lyric Theater in Baltimore in February 1906. Welsh worked closely with prominent Baltimore philanthropist Mary Elizabeth Garrett and Bryn Mawr College President M. Carey Thomas to make arrangements for this convention. She organized a group of women's college students to act as ushers, garbed in cap and gown, for an evening devoted to college women. Suffrage leaders from around the country gathered in Baltimore to attend a week-long convention that was later seen as a turning point in the suffrage movement. Welsh long remembered the convention and the suffrage luminaries who attended. In her memoir, she described an especially poignant encounter between the aging Susan B. Anthony, who would make the final public appearance of her life at the convention, and the women's college students who had been invited to tea at Mary Elizabeth Garrett's elegant Mount Vernon home. She wrote, quote, The college women of Baltimore will recall when Miss Garrett invited them to come in for a cup of tea and a personal word from Miss Anthony. There we literally sat at her feet and knew we were in the presence of a great soul. I shall never forget the picture she presented in the fading light of the afternoon and the fitful play of the flames of an open fire. She wore her famous garnet-colored velvet dress and lace collar. We, a small group, sat on the floor and listened to the few words she had to say. What they were, I do not recall, but what I carried away with me was an impression of a woman characterized by great simplicity strength and dignity, indomitable spirit, and infinite patience. End quote. Following the 1906 convention, Welsh became a vigorous advocate for women's suffrage, both in her classroom and outside on the streets of Baltimore and Washington, D.C. She later recalled, quote, the greatest thrills of the campaign came with the street parades. I marched in one in Baltimore and in the famous one staged in Washington the day before the first inauguration of President Wilson." End quote. In 1916, she organized a suffrage rally to form the Goucher chapter of the National College Equal Suffrage League, for which she served as faculty advisor. In her suffrage activism and in her teaching, Lillian Welsh helped advance the cause of women's suffrage and inspired hundreds of Goucher students to join the ranks of suffrage supporters. As one alumna wrote of Welsh at her death, quote, she is worthy to be ranked with Anna Howard Shaw, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, and with other great names of the woman movement. 
Thank you to our many Maryland's Heritage Center volunteers who researched, edited, and brought these stories to the community by reading these podcasts. Researchers and historians are always seeking information about women and their stories. Our efforts to find and document their contributions is ongoing. If you have letters, articles, memorabilia from your past or in your attic or basement, please share with us so that we can continue to fill in the unsung heroine stories for a richer understanding of Maryland women and their contributions to our history. To donate materials or to make a financial gift in support of this work, please visit ballotandbeyond.org. When you're there, you can also listen to biographies from season one and see historic images and transcripts from each episode. If you're inspired by these remarkable women, please share this podcast with your friends, family, colleagues, and students. And rate us on Apple Podcasts or head over to preservecast.org to make a donation. Thank you. Ballot and Beyond is a multimedia history project powered by Preservation Maryland and our award-winning podcast, PreserveCast. It's produced with financial support from Gallagher, Evelius, and Jones, Attorneys at Law, and the Maryland Historical Trust. With a Heritage Fund grant from Preservation Maryland and the Maryland Historical Trust, Season 2 was researched, written, and read by the Maryland Women's Heritage Center.